Today's episode is brought to you by Zola. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to zola.com slash brain candy. And for $25 off your first booking, visit rover.com slash brain candy and use promo code brain candy during checkout. She's a real doozy. I don't know. See what I did there? Whenever I listen to our episodes now, though, I don't know which one it is when I go to post it because we keep doing the same crap at the beginning. <laughs> like, and they, we all No, it's doozy, only like doozy. two. Like, I'll do two and I'll do the same thing. And then I'll I just like it. mix it up and, and then throw you something different. That was good. I mean... It was the same, but great. Yes. Episode 221, Susie, in the future, will be listening to this and will be glad I said that. Yes. So I know which there show this is. I will also be happy because I just wrote it down on my list of things to talk about. So I can... Yeah. Oh. See, we're so organized. Super organized. Welcome to the show, everybody. Guys. 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 Ladies guys. and gents. <laughs> we are coming at you, sort of live, not really, <laughs> from... Our brand new studios. Brand new. In Susie's brand new house. Brand new. In the most brand new neighborhood. Brand new. In it let me I I don't even think Paradise. I can properly hmm. convey so nice. the adorableness of this house and the Susiness. <laughs> the but the butlerness. The Adam <laughs> that, that sounds like an actual butler. So like the meisterness <laughs> of this house. You know There's so many reading nooks. My policy is that we talk a lot about how I don't leave my house very much. You better make it a good yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm like, wait, I should be living somewhere I really, really like. Yeah. Since I don't plan on it's leaving. So nice. There's a Thank pool you. with a diving board. So cute. A view. It's really peaceful. Oh, it's so nice. Except when Sarah comes around, then it's wild. Then it's crazy. I already yeah. did. I already spun in circles in the. You really did. The, it was like the, the sound of music. I, that's out what, there. exactly what I was thinking. Uh-huh. It's like a grassy oh like, area, so it makes you feel like you want to do that. It's gorgeous. So hmm. keep on the lookout for pics coming soon, folks. <laughs> coming soon to your Instagram story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe it'll change the vibe of the show. Who knows? Who knows? It could be just different in here. Mm-hmm. Still going to be amazing. Um, how do you feel after well, moving? Oh, my God. Do well, you so, have any stories? Okay, so you know how every time everyone moves, they're like, I'm never moving again. Every time. Well, I have gotten really good at moving. Yeah. This is our fifth move in six years, and I'm like... This isn't, I can do this in a day. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And you're already, she's so well organized, people. It's like everything, it it would, really your packing would be picking up a box (laughs) that already is labeled what it is and putting it in another box that's just brown and cardboard and then labeling that and then you just move it from one room and then unload that box. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like that, but there, this took me down. Really? No kidding. I think because I am, you you know, a child, I have a kid, but I have moved to every time I've moved has been with like a child. Yeah. But when he was in a, where you can like put him in a playpen and be like. It's not him. It's the fact that we're running this business because Adam and I have a podcast network. Yeah. And so the world doesn't stop. Podcasts don't stop because you got to move your a whole life. Yeah. And so it was all our normal work, which is already too much, w- with 
moving everything and Uh cleaning and all that jazz. And I was like, oh, my God, I got sick. I my kid got sick. I was like, "This is it. This will this be the death of me." This has been a busy week for. I just saw you. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I got a lot done, Sarah. Goodness gracious! But I'm happy to be here and whatever. But the the catastrophe of the move came today when we're trying to like you know where you're like I see this ha- over here uh-huh. and you move stuff around. Yeah, yeah. And I already told you that we tried to move the aquarium, mm-hmm. the, uh, the fish tank. It's mm-hmm. not an aquarium. It's an aquarium. It's a small tank. And Adam's knee broke the bottom of the tank and the, it was like While a there were fish movie. and water in it, people. Not like <laughs> right in move. Yeah. And he had to like pick up the flopping fish and oh there was water everywhere. And what was the part of the story that I was going to add to it? Remember Adam was spoiling it and I was getting really mad yeah, I don't before even we know. started recording? I, I wasn't listening because I was trying not to hear so that it could be fresh. Well, let me just say it was a big old mess. Oh, no. And the fish survived for now. They're Remember fine. when you killed your fish, though? Uh, yeah, that was in the move. Right. So I'm wondering how Because I didn't adjust there. the temperature. I think he got mine got too hot. Oh, my God. I think I moved him and put him in a sunny place. And I think when I went to check the water, it felt a little... It was like a hot tub. Warm. Oh, my God. That is so great. I slow... I simmered him. Well, right. Well, Adam... Poached him. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Adam oh. was like, uh, here's our options. Oh, no. We can either try to save them, buy a new tank, you know, and do the whole thing. Or we could put them down the garbage disposal for like a, a humane, like kill them. And <laughs> like that's fast, instant. Right. And then I was like, let's just flush them down the toilet. People right. do it all the, time. all the time. And he was like, what happens to fish that go down the toilet? And I was like, uh, hello, they go where your poop goes. And then they just die via poop. Yeah. And he was like, I can't Why do Why do that. we always go back to poop? <laughs> it's somehow we always land. It leads into poop. my first story of the day. Oh my God. Did you hear about the pooper intendant? Stop. <laughs> Stop. What? Sarah, there was what? another mad pooper. This is a thing. So this Is person- it a copycat? Copycat crime. Somebody was pooping on the school's track and field area every also, day. Well, look at who didn't make the team. This seems easy. No. Open and shut case. No. It ended up being the superintendent. No. No. Stop. Stop it. That's There's something mentally wrong with these people. It uh, That's got to be like a fetish. What the heck I'm sorry. I can't take this. (laughs) And so hashtag. A grown man who was responsible for not just one school, (laughs) but multiple schools within the district. He's a super pooper. And pooper intendant is trending today on Twitter. Shit. Every day. That's fucking weird. And I am fascinated by. So if you were on the track, let's say you were running, you. And you came across a this pile. Dump. How would you know that it's human, though? I would just think it was a big dog. Oh no, you. The human <laughs> shit is very distinct. How? How is it? It's okay. The only reason I know this is because when I was hiking the Machu Picchu Trail, 
I was like, this is so great. One, we were, when we were on the, usually you, you know, you go to the bathroom in the little tent that they set up for you. They like set up a bathroom tent because you, you can't. Who does? The people who. The guys? Yeah. Like the, the, what do they call them? There's a name for them. But like Sherpa? The, yes. Sherpas. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we were hiking one day and I was like, oh man, I got it. I, yeah. I, you're I very regular. Yes. I like, like that about time. you. It was <laughs> about nine thirty. Yeah. And, uh, so I found like this one little, it looked like an area, like you can sneak off into the bushes. So I went to sneak off in the bushes. Well, it looks like I was not the only person who had that. It was a good spot. It was a good spot. And uh, it seemed like everybody else was also regular. And you're saying that the poop that you spotted was unmistakably. Unmistakably. <laughs> yes. What are the key features, though, of human poop? It's more poop? like. Because I would think pile. a mastiff could create a really big. Yeah, but it's like dog ones come out in like log form. Humans do, but it's different. You can tell. Different kind of log. It's different. Different log factory. Here, th- Here's what I want to know. That was hilarious that you should have been laughing. What? what? Wait, I'm sorry. You, what did you, you say? Don't worry. You'll, you'll catch it when <laughs> This we happens to a lot again. when I'm trying to like stay on track and I'll think, okay, where do I need to go next? And I'll miss one of your well, jokes. Well, tell me what you said. You. This will be okay. a pleasant surprise for Damn you. It. You're All welcome. Right. <laughs> At, here's what I wanted to She's know. She's going to be like, that was not funny. It sorry. wasn't funny. <laughs> What I want to know from you, because you're our resident psychological uh, analyst. Yes. What do you think it could be? Oh, fuck. I was thinking that. that. For him, like he's mad about the school district or what? There's, there's got to be something. He was also charged with more than just that. Like I, I think it said something that made me believe like maybe there like was a sexual. L- yeah. Acts. There was something yeah, maybe sexual to it. I feel like there's something like that. They it get off on be, it. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's like a fetish. That is so Especially tough. when it's, like, repeated. And it's probably, like, I would imagine that he does it, and then he watches to see who will find it. Like, there has to be another component. Like, you know, like, you, maybe you just, like, stay and you yeah. see, to see what happens. Like, to know that you... That's something weird. It <laughs> requires say. a lot more. I mean... More questions. <laughs> right. And I mean, I think we're going to get some answers because he's going to be do you, charged what, with What this. do you get charged with? Um, there were three different yeah. things that he was charged with. Shit Lewd conduct. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, let, let's ask Abram, our friend from the show. Oh, good point. Where mm-hmm, he pooped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, but I would have just thought it was dog poop, but. Well, yeah, if you get a fine for not cleaning up after a dog, you probably should get a fine if not cleaning up after yourself. If you do have a dog, too, there's such a great service that you can use called Rover. Fantastic. That Sarah uses. Yep. Tell me what the process is when you're using it. Oh, it's oh my God, it's so easy. So it's really great. I use it all the time. I use it when I go on vacation. I use it when I'm home and I have to it's come. It's pet sitting. Yes. Oh, I should tell you actually yeah, yeah, yeah. what it is. So dog it's an walking. app. It's pet sitting. It's basically any service that you need for your pet. It's like a friendly dog walker helper that can come in and help you out and take care of your loved one when you're not able to do it. And they are highly vetted, like responsible dog people who have like a lot of them years of experience and they live right down the street from you. And it makes it super easy, super convenient. They can come over to give your dog a walk. They can come over to just take them outside to go to the bathroom and... Uh, 
I mean, I've used them when I go on on vacation and we're like staying at a hotel and we're mm. like, hey, this Wherever isn't a dog friendly hotel. Yeah. I need to find a place for my dogs for one night before, you know, we go to our, I don't know, wherever we're going. And we have wonderful people take care of our dogs. That's so great. And it's so reasonably priced. Well, I can't believe that. That is really important, too, because, you know, you want it to be affordable. It's way, <laughs> way more affordable than sending them to the doggy daycare place. It's like half the price. Yeah. For real. Well, this is great because it's even more affordable for our listeners because they are offering $25 off your first booking if you visit rover.com slash braincandy and use promo code braincandy during checkout. So you can get an even better deal than, than normal. And uh, do the pet sitting or dog walking or really daycare. Really great deal. Whatever. And it's all on your phone. <clears throat> and they're so fast. Yeah, it's great. Um, okay, I'm glad we got that sorted out with the pooper intended. Oh, my God. That's so... I can't believe it. How about... I, okay, I've got another funny story. I'm sure you've heard this, though. Okay. Have you heard about the Dine and Dash dater? Yes. Yeah. Did they catch him? I don't think so. He's on the loose? Two days ago, there was another report that says he strikes again near Los Angeles. No! Yes. So to fill our listeners in, this is a guy who's online dating. He's on, I want to say Tinder or Match or one of the hookup Bumble. I don't know. One of those ones. And he'll invite- Or probably all of them. Probably all of them. And he invites girls out on a date, and then they go on the date- and then he leaves them and leaves them with the bill. What the actual heck? So he goes on a date, pretends like and he's people interested. And know who he is. We know his name, too. What's his like, name? His name is Paul Gonzalez. He's done oh, this yes, to at least seen his four picture even. women. And he takes them to luxury restaurants, too. Right. He like goes all out. But that's because he's going to run out and make them pay. Wow. And, like, he... Oh, doesn't he have this protocol where he, like... Says he has to take an emergency phone call. Yeah, well, or he has to go to the bathroom, or he <laughs> He's says the pooper yeah. intendant. Yeah, yes. <laughs> what if it? What if that were it? He's yeah, like, excuse he... me, I gotta go like <laughs> leave a shit on a track. <laughs> gotta go for a quick run. Like over a hundred dollars, the bill. How mad would you be? <sighs> I love that you're thinking about it. It's almost like would what I if be you really mad liked him? Or I would be just like. You know what, Sarah? Let me interrupt. I would try to rationalize it. No, because you have this paranoia that you're going to be made a fool out of. Oh, yeah. And you that would that trigger would you. Totally. I'd never be able to date again. Because what if you really liked him? You'd be like, oh my gosh, Paul Gonzalez and is so You awesome. know that he's super sweet and like... Suave. Yeah. Yeah. They said he ordered a glass of Pinot, a Caesar salad with a side of <laughs> shrimp, a steak, and a baked potato. That's a shit ton of food. Better have been dinner. And so what is the crime there, though? You leaving with the bill. What's the actual crime, though? Oh, Because the lady's going to pay, and then nobody... Yeah. I mean, it's really just, oh, dude, you're right. It's like not even (laughs) Like, are police hunting him down? Crime. It's just really poor taste. Yeah. That's a really good question. That it's kind of an obscure, like ambiguous law law thing, though, because like I, I don't know, is that stealing? Oh my god, that's such a good point. Um, also, what needs to be brought into question <laughs> is what? 
the headline that he used on his match on his dating profile yeah. is what Willis was talking about. Oh no, <laughs> that's a red flag. <laughs> That you should know, like this guy what you talking about, is Willis? not for me. Oh wow. my god! And then he blocks. He should be their charged account. with bad humor. He then he blocks yes. them. Yes, he tell. How? He's like, I have to make a phone call. Then he blocks them. And I guess it's on plenty of fish. Plenty of fish. Okay. Well, good to know, ladies. If you're on that website, don't. And in LA, don't date Paul Gonzalez. Don't date Paul. His I think that's why we, he hasn't been caught, though, really, because what are they going to do? What are they? What why is Plenty of Fish not taking him off the right, site? I would. And they have his whole profile up here. And the, his terrible tagline. Yes. <laughs> and he's got like the asterisks before and after it. So, like, you know what? I hate that. No. It's so MySpace. <laughs> Were you on MySpace? Oh, you know, that's when I was heavy Tuesday sacrifice. <laughs> what was your MySpace page like? Oh, it was probably like black with like glittery, like probably, it was probably dark. <laughs> and there were probably like roses like dripping with blood. Something like that. <laughs> oh my God. It was totally Do you miss like it a little bit? And it probably had like quotes from bands like AFI. For real? For real. Well, how old were you? Let's see. You would have been like... 13 through 16. Not really? 13's a little young. Probably yeah, 15 so. through 17. How old are you right now? <laughs> how old am I? 32. Was I oh, too wow. young? Was I young for that? No, I just sometimes trick myself into thinking we're closer in age <laughs> than we are. Because I was it's already I'm married so at that time. my poo jokes. <laughs> no, it's like, I just think, you know, right. we're compadres. Yeah, you were married and then... Yeah, I was like, on there though. I, we, I, you would have been in my top eight for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, when you went to my page, it automatically started to play the <gasps> yes. Office themes. Oh, that's great! I love that. What was your song? That was the worst MySpace feature. Probably something depressy. Oh my god! When I <laughs> a dirge. When, yeah, right. When I <laughs> when I broke up with my boyfriend that I was dating at the time, the one who. The, the car that I just jumped out of. If you guys haven't heard that story, you should go back. I don't know what episode that's in. But, <laughs> a moving car. Yeah, jumped out of a moving vehicle because I found out he wanted to sleep with somebody else. Because um, he told me. Weird. Right. Uh, so yeah, when, when you broke up with him. I broke up with him. <clears throat> at the time, I was driving a black Volkswagen Beatles. Yes, yes. And when I broke up with him, he changed his song to this song called Ex Girlfriend's Black Jettas. And I was like, potato, bata- Jetta, it might as really? well. That's about as close as you can get. I felt like it was a real slap in the face. Wow. And I remember being like, oh, is that about me? <laughs> I cannot imagine anyone being mean to you. Well, well all, except for Johnny. But. He, I think it's one of those, like, I called him out, like, you know. Yeah. He felt he's like I need to turn this around and and make her feel shitty because I really feel shitty. Oh it was like God. projection. Or something and then like at that. what point did you say like I'm done with MySpace? I'm going to go for Facebook. Oh, when I remember the guy who introduced me to Facebook. What was his pitch? Like why you have? To he was join? like, No, you have got to check this out. And and he was telling <laughs> me he's like, It's only for people who are like students. It's invite only, and you have to have an edu, uh, yeah, email to yeah. get on there. But you should totally do it. And I was like, dang, I'm at a junior college. 
And so whenever they allowed the like the invite them to invite people or whatever, it was yeah. when I got on. What about you? Um, well, so I was doing the challenges at that time and that was, oh, you know, yeah. like they, first it was MySpace, everyone was on MySpace yeah. and all the cast members were, it was like, I guess how Twitter is now. Yeah. It was MySpace and then it turned to Facebook and I'm like, dang, I can't keep up with all this. Right. I'm like out of it. But that's, that's how I became introduced to a lot of stuff because all those kids, yeah. even back then I was old for the show. <laughs> Um, oh, and they Facebook, were always man. like on top of it. Like I remember Ace was really into like MySpace. That really? whole scene. Was he ever a DJ? He seemed, I don't know. Oh, and that type. Randy no, guy. No, but he, they, they're that, I know what you're saying. The party scene. Yeah. And like, who's doing what? I'm like, all right, I'll join. Yeah. But I <laughs> couldn't keep up with it. Um, yeah, I did that right before real world. You joined. The Facebook. Yeah. The, the Facebook. Facebook. God. How old am I now? Well, it is bad if you break up though on social media. Like that. I, I don't have that. I problem, just but. changed mine from engaged to married. <laughs> I forgot. Spent three years. If you if you're now engaged like Sarah, you should yes. try Zola. By the way, Zola is this awesome registry service that is a one stop shop for everything that you're planning your wedding and your guests can get all the info about what you want for gifts, but also like when the wedding is. And all that, and the registry is awesome because they have five hundred over five hundred top brands. They offer gifts, experiences, cash funds. There's like a free suite of wedding planning tools. It's free. It's easy to use. It makes it kind of fun. Whereas registries usually are like, right? Oh my god, drudgery. Yeah. And this isn't like that at all. It's like, oh, this is fun, and you can choose from all these different stores instead of limiting yourself to one thing. And um, you can personalize it. And they have a deal for you guys. If you sign up with Zola, you'll receive a $50 credit towards your registry. Go to Zola.com slash brain candy. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash brain candy. And you'll get that $50 credit and you'll get a husband or wife or whatever you're getting. Or at least a pair of candlesticks with the $50. You, we always come back have... to candles because I you, almost got you candles. I would have been so gift. excited. I know, but then I was like, no, I want to get her something. That's I love like plants alive. too, though. Sarah like, got me a beautiful. What's know, that thing called? Bromeliad. I never knew that. Yes. Did you know that yes. already? Well, I or, told you. If, I thought maybe like oh, when you like bought bef- it. Well, oh, before. Now. Yes, I did. Wow, bromeliad. Yeah. It sounds like They're something like from Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Oh. That, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. Yeah. Did did we already talk about the no we didn't the correspondence dinner? Oh my god! White no. House cor- and F- Michelle Wolf. Yeah, freaking loved it. Me too. <laughs> She's hilarious. Yeah, I could understand though if you were, are not on that side of the political spectrum, why you'd be mad. But I just think that if you're going to a roast and yeah. you're somebody being roasted, yeah, you have to be ready for people to make jokes about you. Totally. And it's one of those situations where, like, if you're being roasted or roast, you should be like, oh, thank you. Absolutely. So you should take it well. Yeah, because if you do, then the joke's on yes. the other person. Yes. Because if you're like, ah, ha, 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 but it seems like it's real and, like, you really are like that if you don't laugh and if you're, like, offended. I love that it was a woman uh, host. Yeah, me too. Roaster, whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, it made it even better for me. 
where she was ruthless and she just went for it and she was ballsy and she's a lady. Yeah, and I love when she's like, well, I guess they didn't do enough research on me before (laughs) they picked me for this. Yeah, I mean, these dinners are always awkward because, you know. Yeah. And it's like the whole bunch of nerds. Yeah, how come last time Donald Trump was in the audience? He went for Obama's. He yeah. was invited because he's like, you know, they invite some celebrities okay. and members of like the media and all that. And, you know, it's like supposedly nonpartisan. So right. you right. can be invited. Yeah. But then when he got roasted by, I guess, Seth. Yeah. What's his Seth face? Myers. Myers. He. Look at me coming in with the names. Yeah. Coming in hot. Seth. What's the right name? names? Then he. Now, like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the Seths. So, yeah, yeah. that was great. That um, was. I loved that. But P.S. I saw a documentary. Mm. What? What? I saw a whole so... bunch too. Which one? What did you, you see? Say? What'd you see? I, I, I saw the Rachel Dolezal one and on, oh. t- on Tiny Shoulders. What did you see? Tiny Shoulders! Oh, yes! Look at you coming and giving me a bunch of toot. Like, what did I see? And it's the same one you saw. No, I wasn't. It wasn't toot about that. It was saying, like, are we going to rally? Oh, I thought you were going to be like, oh, what no. was it the history of skateboarding and something <laughs> not interesting that I don't care about? Was it something you misread me. like about we use there having a bad week? Like you're I mistaking oh. my attitude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just angry in mm-hmm. general. You're just right on the, I am so jealous point. that you saw Rachel Dolezal. Dude, you have got to see that. <sighs> Do you have Netflix. Yes, you yeah. Do. Yeah. I've just been busy. Of course damn it. you have. For goodness sakes, you don't even have your TV hooked up. <laughs> I'm like, why haven't you watched this documentary? <laughs> Meanwhile, she's been moving and her TV is in a box. Tell me about it. Oh, no, t- first talk about on right. Tiny Shoulders. So we watched, you came in with <laughs> this info. The Tiny Shoulders is on Hulu, and it's about Barbie. Yes. And, I mean, for me, it checked a lot of boxes because I'm a Barbie fanatic, but I also have these reservations that they explore in, totally. the, in the film about can you be a feminist and still love Barbie and and the nature of the doll, the history of the doll. You know, I love that. Loves it. But then... The also the issues of the business and how they are trying to deal with mm-hmm. the backlash. Were you surprised by how many females were in were like uh, in that boardroom in for Mattel? Mm-mm. I was surprised by how many men were always at the top. I was annoyed. Yeah, the head guy, the head people were mostly dudes, except. Like Except now. The Barbie head yes. is a woman. Yes. But I mean that surprised me. Really? You yep. thought they'd put a guy? Ken? Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I thought that it would still I guess you're right. I should be thankful for And the going to back on the history of it. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of that history of Barbie and I thought it was so interesting when the woman who started Barbie, of course I forget her name, Virgin Vir, no, I'm never gonna I remember. I thought it was Judith. Probably is. Um I'm gonna look it up though. Uh when she introduced the first doll that had breasts and how the men were like, no way, we cannot have this doll. Girls are not going to like this. And how girls really oh, Ruth loved Handler. it. Ruth Handler. Ruth Handler. Yeah. They loved have, and how it's all narrative play. It's all pretending to be envisioning your future self. A lady, self. yeah, grown up. Yeah, grown up. Whereas, you know, previously that had been just playing with dolls. baby dolls. Yeah. Uh, that was interesting. I remember from our boobs episode, though, 
when I talked about the book Breasts, where uh, she had created the um, mastectomy prosthetic. Yeah. And I thought that was so funny that the inventor of Barbie also then made these other kinds of fake boobs. Yeah. Um, But she is a friggin' badass. Oh my gosh, such a badass. And I didn't know that. Me neither. I mean, she was really, really ahead of her time. Yeah. Yeah. And And just didn't take no for an answer. Right. I was telling Adam, I was like... The the lucky thing for her, though, is she had good ideas. A lot of people that don't take no for an answer should. (laughs) Like when those people go on American Idol and sing and you're like... How did nobody, somebody had to have told you you're terrible, Yeah, but they're like, I have a dream and I believe in myself. You shouldn't. Hmm. I wonder if, oh, well, do you think people who are delusional about their success, they usually are, uh, it's like, uh, something that they do, like a skill that they bring to the table, not like an actual idea, idea, Mm -hmm. you know, something, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking of these like two anecdotal examples, but I'm trying to think of like, if you have a really good invention, usually you're like, no, this needs to get made. But I I thought it brought up a lot of good points about how like she would pitch the idea to men because that's who was in charge back uh, in the day. And they were like, this is a provocative and terrible idea. Because they were thinking of women sexually. And yeah. she was just like, well, women have breasts and yeah. what's the big deal? So smart. Yeah. And now we're luckier because there are more women in decision-making roles yeah. than there used to be. So someone can be like, you know what? That's actually a really good idea. She really paved the way. Yeah. I And I liked the direction that they were heading in with Barbie. And you know what? I cried when I watched it. You did? Yep. Why? What moved you? That part when... The magazine comes out and it oh, was I a did good, feel that. Yeah, it was a good response a good when response. they brought out curvy Barbie and tall and, Barbie. And they said the cover of the magazine said like something about yeah, I've got a whole bunch of new body types, but let's stop talking about my body. Like, okay, are we done talking about my body now? And they were just so you could just feel. I'm doing a terrible job. It was much better than that, and more, you know witty and everything and you could just feel the you know wave of relief that came over that meeting and that that you know room where they were all waiting to see what the headline was going to be and whether you know the magazine because they did not like sports they meaning the media and people out there did not like the sports illustrated barbie Mm, they were like that's awful Mm-hmm. And so they were thinking this could have gone that same direction yeah. of people being like, oh, well, you know, you didn't call her this or you called her curvy, you called her this or blah, 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 blah. And what uh, I wondered though, and they didn't, they kind of ended the movie with the launch of that new line of Barbie, yeah. the curvy Barbie and the tall Barbie and stuff. And I don't remember whether the curvy Barbie actually sold well. Because well, I they, think, they showed clips of girls asking, yeah. oh my God, and the little girl who was like, yeah, I mean, because like, I'm kind of like that, but it means I'm really strong. And like yeah. that, and I was like, oh, I know how that feels because I'm strong too. Yeah. I do think though that there's a dissonance between what we think we want as a consumer and, and what, we, what we end up really right. buying. Right. And like, you know, we say body positivity and, you know, the chub, uh, what do they call her? Curvy Barbie. Mm-hmm. Like that's what we want. And that's what all the focus groups sa- said or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. right. 
But then I wondered, did the sales reflect that? I that's hope a, so. Yeah, that's a good question. But I thought, I don't know. Maybe people like just what they get right. used to. Yeah, Barbie. yeah. So I don't know. I want. I said to Adam, yeah. I got to look up the, the sales. Yeah, absolutely. And I just liked that they uh, they talked about how they had to take into consideration things like shoes. Yeah, how that was one of the features of Barbie is that you could interchange the shoes fit with everything. You can't do that when they have different sizes and different shapes. So you kind of have to reimagine the whole line, right? And they were like the the bathtubs, the cars, right? Everything, everything has but to be everything has adjusted. To be yes, because they were saying the public says we'll just change it, but we don't think about like. Well, she needs a pair of tennis shoes. Her dream house has to get a little bigger. <laughs> the elevator. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of things that you just don't think about. Yeah. But um, what I've been thinking about this whole time that we've been sitting here is how great we smell. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I sure do. We were I'm spritzing. Very, Versace. <laughs> we were spritzing on perfume before we started because um, we're trying all different scents now. And that's thanks to Scentbird which is this really fun luxury fragrance subscription service that addresses the problem of like when you buy a big old bottle of perfume, hoping... Dude, I've still not used ones that I've had for no joke 10 years. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Right. Anybody want we some Burberry do. Brit? I got half a bottle I'm never going to use. I'm over you, it. Yeah, and you tr- you buy it because maybe you smelled it on your friend uh-huh. But it smells different on you, yeah, too. totally. And then you're like, okay, great. Yeah. Now I have this giant gallon size. Right. But Scentbird allows you to date a fragrance before you marry it. And they'll send you... You can choose your fragrance. You get a new scent each month, and it comes in a sleek travel spray. Lasts 30 days or more. It's it's a really generous um, amount of perfume that you get, even though the, it's just travel size. Um, and... Yeah, you smell really nice. Thank it was you. like a citrusy. Yes, it scent. feels very like fresh daytimey summer. Right, and that's what this house is all about. Yeah, man, we're getting the sunshine over here. Um, but we use Scentbird.com because this is like a, a no-brainer. That way, you can try your scent before you commit to one. Visit Scentbird, like scent, like a smell, and bird dot com slash brain candy and use our code brain candy for 50% off at 750 for your first month free shipping that's s-c-e-n-t bird dot com slash brain candy and use our code brain candy for 50% off your first month date a perfume before you commit to it forever yes i will yes um i wanted you to tell me about rachel dolezal though it was a good documentary okay what is your takeaway, though? What, okay, well... With regard to her. I absolutely side with African-American women <laughs> and their feeling towards her, with the, which is that... Stop you, it. Stop it. <laughs> you do not get to claim something that... Uh, even though, like, her big argument is race is a social construct and that, you know, and that I totally agree with, but... You, she gets all of the good and none of the bad. Of course. She doesn't get any of the, you know, she didn't have to suffer discrimination and, you know, feeling like the other for her whole life. Mm-hmm. So her, the story, though, is so interesting because you have to imagine that if somebody is going to, to be that 
hold that strong on an issue like that, there's got to be a reason for yeah. it. And her reason is Yeah, her crazy. family background is messed up. Her background is, I had no idea. Well, they, they, I read a review of it, of the film, and it said that she's a pathological liar, but that you still see why. Yes, you, you find totally out see why. Why she's yes. messed up. And it, I think it came from, so she was in a family that was really abusive and also very religious, and they had this, like, religion comes with a lot of discipline and a lot of physical abuse, mm-hmm. and when she was about like 13 or 14, her parents decided that they needed to save babies from abortion. So they tried to adopt babies and white babies weren't too difficult to adopt. So the black babies were a lot easier. So they adopted three black children who then they treated like, like they did nothing to acknowledge that they were at all different. And they weren't, and Rachel was allowed to go to the library and check out books about, like African American culture to yeah. t- like teach them. Okay. And but then the parents started getting even more abusive and child services stepped in. Parents lost custody and Rachel was given custody yeah. of three African American children. Right. At the time where she herself was going through her own formulation of her identity. So she became the parent of basically of African American children mm-hmm. and then herself was like, Well that's what I am. Like this is I'm gonna teach them who they are and wanted so badly to distance herself from that family. Then uh, you find out later that her biological brother was sexually abusing one of the little girls that they adopted Mm -hmm. and also her. And so there was a court hearing that said like where the, the her sister, this black girl said, my brothers did this and Rachel said yes he did and the parents in an effort to protect the son and discredit Rachel brought all this stuff up about her saying she's black and the courts sided with the brother and basically threw out the case and let the sex offender brother go right it's like so layered and so I can't wait to watch it. It's a really good one. I mean, I still... And it doesn't change the fact that she lied. And she sent herself... She's very smart and talented, though. It's so weird. Oh, my God. She's an amazing artist. Yeah. Oh, she's so... But it's like all that talent and you are messed up. I mean, she's a pathological liar. Right. And she sent herself hate mail when she was the president of the... NAACP in Portland. Um, Are you... Something with an S. Well, is it in Oregon? Yeah. 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 And um, Spokane. Spokane, Washington. Washington, That's right. yeah. Uh, she sent herself hate mail to try to make it look like there was a real big problem with, you know, white supremacists and we this race issue was a big thing. And they did an investigation and found out that the mail had never been stamped. Like it came from her. She mailed, so you can't do stuff like that. And then be like, oh my God. You know, I'm and a victim. And then one of the, the, one of the African-American women who was being interviewed, who said, um, you know, everybody's saying that she, Rachel Dolezal did so much work for the, for the community and she's getting all this praise and recognition for everything that she did. Well, there have been a ton of black women who have done just the same but never got the praise because they didn't look 
as white as she did. Right. And they're saying, like, because she looked so light-skinned and because she looked so white that she got so much more of, like, the good that, you know. And it's just everything she did was messed up. And what do you think will happen with her life? Like, where do you think she'll go? Oh, it's so sad. I think are her keep... kids normal? Mm, oh, no. You can see a sadness over oh, them. Oh my god! And it was like every clip. Well, here's what I would do if I were her therapist. I would say no more social media. Why? She's what addicted does she do to on it. there. Oh really? At, she, there, every clip, every scene is of of her. I mean, they're all just in their house on the phone, and she's obsessed with it. And she'll take pictures, and they're also negative. They're like, see, like I'm. They're giving me the finger as I'm waiting in the line to pick up. Um, my kid, you know, like th- this is this is our everyday. She highlights the negative. All right. Well, I would though like to highlight something positive, which is in my life now called Beta Brand. Tell me. Oh my God, these are they're yoga pants, dress pants. <laughs> You're okay. like speechless. Yes. You mean you were here. now I can wear them and they look more like pants. They are they are exactly like dress up pants that you would wear to a big girl job. Yes. Or, you know, out to, if you go This to, is what we've always wanted. Yeah, but comfortable. Oh, hello. I'm sitting here scratching my stomach because my <laughs> jeans are uncomfortable See, right now. See, you need, I need beta a brand. Pair. Um they I swear to holy god, these are a total game changer and i'm not even a yoga pants person like i like jeans like i'm fine with being uncomfortable yeah (laughs) but it's only because i didn't know how great it can be so i wore mine the other night i went out to i left the house well first of all whoa maybe the (laughs) pants give you an excuse (laughs) Susie's leaving her house when she puts her yoga pants on which is the opposite of what all of us do well they were really long pinstripe nice style classy and they were so comfortable, so uh, flattering. Mm. My ass has never looked better. Oh, I, I can't go, wait to see those pics. I'm going to post them on Instagram so you can see them. They are really gorgeous. They have, um, like, they do crowdfunding. So they f- make sure that people want the styles that they have. They have seasonal and limited edition colors and stuff like that. But they have all shapes and sizes. Um, petite things like that. If you have you know a particular body type, um, they're so comfortable, and that's why I I'm a Beta brand dress pant yoga pant like enthusiast yeah. now. And um, how can I get on board? Visit betabrand.com and use code Brain Candy, and you can get twenty percent off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. I agree with them. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com. Use our code BRAINCANDY and get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. I don't have a job outside the home, but I do go on auditions. Mm. These are great for um, church or cocktail party or you know happy hour. They're so cute. Check them out, betabrand.com, code BRAINCANDY for 20% off. Um, but anyway, what I was saying about Rachel Dolezal is that I feel... Like she is comfortable in her victimhood. Yes. Yeah. Totally. That's what she's that used to. Yes. And so that's what she has yeah. latched on to. Yes. Wow. But I also stop it. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of people who really prefer victimhood. Yeah. Like they don't know that about themselves. Right. But that's the space that they're comfortable in. And so they always end up 
going she's there. there. Oh my god! And her ch- and she just had another baby. Who is banging this woman? Oh, I don't know. She has a husband, or no? Okay, a guy who gave her the choice between like marriage and having the kid. What? And the she heck? chose the kid. What are you saying? Like he was like, well, you can have an abortion, and then we can get married. And or you, you are kidding me have the kid and I don't want to be and she gave him the option of like co-parenting his friends and he was like no I'm good that's a weird de- arrangement like I don't know this is just all what she said in the documentary oh my God. And, it's not funny but it is so bizarre that you're like what are you saying yeah god bless oh. I can't wait to watch it I will review and get back to you yeah, about it's, my thoughts it's really interesting but I didn't leave thinking I felt really bad for her and I can see how she came to the place that she is she should definitely get off social media And I just uh, followed her on Instagram Just I'm not going to keep following her but I wanted to see like what she's doing on there she posts her art and stuff so far Yeah, I just was like what is she doing with her life because right. she also has to make a living because she got fired and so right. she like is always hustling now she's right she's like yeah she's like well they're just she does really hair any ethnic hair did they show that that was the most shocking moment in the whole documentary they waited so you see her with a different hairstyle like every time in the documentary and you see her doing things like like you don't ever see the process of doing it you know you see her like fixing it getting ready in the morning but you don't see how then <laughs> the very last scene of the movie is it her cutting out her braids like cutting the long braids she had out and you think oh that's like her hair but no her hair is like all tightly tightly tied up in little teeny tiny knots at the top and then you see her sewing in uh putting on a cap and sewing in hair african-american like right a, a afro right and you're like oh my god like i was under the impression like as a very curly haired gal that oh she probably just amped up what she naturally has and got like a perm because like i could get a light perm and maybe it would look really textured yeah and I can, like do something like that yeah or maybe she like braids it away <laughs> no nope. nope it is not her hair she just sews on so wow okay anyway so um I wanted to talk about this story that you might have seen on Twitter about I think she's a famous person or she must be but she I don't I didn't recognize her name but she was she's an African American woman and she was complaining about hotel shampoo. Oh yeah. Do you know who that was? Uh it is it's um har don't tell me. <laughs> I won't know what ha- Halsey She's a singer. You know the songs she sings. She sings that song, I'm Bad at Love, or Bad in Love, or okay, something. Okay, well, did you see her complaints yeah, she about the like, hotel shampoo? Yeah. And I mean, I also agree. I hate it. Okay, so it's she said that it's about this shampoo that's... Hold on. Oh! Bless you! The, the, an example of white privilege, she claims, is that the shampoo that's given as a courtesy at hotels is not usable not by usable. people with ethnic hair it's not usable by me so <laughs> well that's what some uh white folks were saying was that it's not by just any race it's also like the type of hair you have like if yeah. you have um yeah thicker or curlier yeah. hair you just it, it keep... will put it in a knot for me <laughs> it's super cheap garbage yeah. that they mostly yeah um and so there was this big debate about like is it 
racist or a white privilege thing, basically. That I think it's free- just cheap. Right. But it it does. I'm only saying this as somebody who also has never been able to use the shampoo. So you don't use hotel no, shampoo. I have to bring my own. Right. I've never been able to use hotel shampoo. What will happen to your hair? It will. It almost like stri- unless I'm going to like some fancy schmancy place and they got like the good stuff, but it like strips it and makes it so dry and like takes away all my curl. Oh. And then it becomes just like frizzy or something. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. And it doesn't matter what brand it is. It's just like whatever is going on there. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I have to be in a very desperate situation to use it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I enjoy using it, but nothing bad happens. Right. It's not like bad, but it's just like you're not going to have good hair. Mm hmm. It's going to be not good. What do you think hotels should do? Do you think they should give you options or? or? I just, I feel like you should just bring your own shampoo. I feel like it should be under, like, that is an emergency situation. The reason, the same way that they have razors, but I'm not, I don't want to use one. That is such a good point because those razors, I mean, if I'm in a pinch. Right. That's it. Yeah. It's like the only reason they should offer is like, nobody says, oh, I don't need to pack shampoo. I've never once said, I don't need to pack shampoo because the hotels will provide it to me. I do. You say that? Yeah. Oh, then you know, see, because I don't think this could be a, a privilege thing. It's just a hair type thing. Yeah. And maybe. it just so happens that white people have that kind of hair, so maybe they don't see the big problem, but it's never been an issue for me. Because I hate bringing a lot of stuff. So any, right. co- any corner I can yeah. cut, I yeah. will. But I thought, well, maybe that's a good point that this is like she wasn't saying it was this, such a big deal. She was just pointing out. That this is an example of how in everyday life, yeah. certain people have advantages that you would never think about. Yeah. And I was like, well, I I never I mean, I would have thought of it. So I don't see like the ability to shampoo your hair with somebody else's stuff as like a big advantage. <laughs> right. I guess maybe if you put all the things together, like all yeah. the different day to day things, then you've got a yes. systemic whatever. Absolutely. But it caused a big ruckus of itself, you know. But I'm, but then again, I'm one who brings their own shampoo, so yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't see the. How come you haven't been wearing your hair curly lately? You know what? After I was pregnant, it changed a little bit, and it's like I, and I did. I wore, I wore for like a two weeks. I was wearing it real curly. Oh, I think it's too long right now to wear curly. Okay. But I like have to, because if I shampoo with regular shampoo for a while, I have to use a special shampoo called uh, Diva Curl. And it is. Is it for ethnic hair? Yeah, it's called Low Poo or No Poo and it doesn't lather. Why is it called that? Because it's like, doesn't lather. They should not call it I, poo. I, I know. It's funny. But they, that's what they call it. It's like bookending this, right. this episode yeah, with, with poo, poo stories. That's... So it's like those ones where it's, you know how people claim that they don't ever wash their hair? There's yeah. just certain people. Yeah. Is it that like that where it's like soap but not? Yeah. Huh. It doesn't lather, but it does. Your hair's clean and it makes your curls look so good. Yeah, because you go through phases where you're like all curly. Yeah. And then you'll stop. It's my hair. It, it has a mind of its own. So okay. it's like, oh, I would like to be, I can, I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, there they are. So. <laughs> where did you tell me that this came from? Because you're not Jewish. Oh, my curl? Yeah. Oh, my family's got, like, Russian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're Russian. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) The guys that moved us were 
Russian. They are Russians. And it was seriously like a stereotype. These gigantic, oh like... Yeah, when we can't lift the weights. We do this to keep up the build. They were so awesome. And I wanted a picture. By the end of the day, I forgot because I wanted all of them and me in the picture. Like, we were the movers. Um, But I was just like, I love you. I want you around all the time. Um, Let me think what else. Oh, did you see the film Icarus? Oh, I caught a little bit of it. Speaking of Russians. Yeah. You didn't like it. Um, I just, my ugh, my husband was watching it, and I just like popped my head in and out because oh. I must have been doing something else. And I asked him like, "Is it worth it?" And he's like, "Oh, well, you mean you kind of already know the story." Yeah, it's about doping. Yeah, and um, that oh, what's oh. happening, Richard? Who dares? Oh, I, there. So I did an update on my phone. Oh, it and took you know away all your then, settings. Yeah, and Hate now that. it's like every time. Someone texts or calls everything in this house rings. I'm like, where is that coming yeah. from? But don't worry because Cambridge Analytica is probably not getting your data now. Oh so everything's fine. Do you think? Yeah. All right. But probably fine. not fine. <laughs> but I'm not. still listening to it. Um, the Icarus story was weird because, and it won Best Documentary yeah. at the Oscars. I just feel like there were other things that could have won. I totally agree. I was like, what's I was the big kind deal? of like annoyed about Me it. Me too. And I'm like, this, the biggest most important thing that you guys are going to get for documentaries of all the documentaries that happened, you're going to give it to a doping one. I guess because it, it began with the concept of almost like a super size me. It's coming back to me now. And then the guy, the doctor. So the, this guy, regular, uh, bicycle guy, (laughs) cyclist. Yeah. Bicycle guy. Bicycle guy. He was like, I'm going to try to do this and I'm going to try to dope and see if I can do it. You know, like supersize me. And then the guy that was prescribing him, the Russian guy, like via Skype, it was like, okay, I'll send you, do your accent. I'll yeah, send okay, you- I'll send you like the pills. <laughs> then You'll he be a faster cyclist. got caught up in this global Olympic yes. scandal and had to like, he's now in the witness protection yes. program. Left his family. He did. I caught, I caught the end of it. Yeah. yeah. So I guess the wow. the reason why it was so celebrated was because they just happened to be filming. Yes. Those are always the best documentaries yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's just like, this was going to be a pretty crappy film and then something crazy happens. Right. But I was kind of annoyed because there weren't really any girls yeah. in it. Oh, none. The Barbie one was way better. Right. <laughs> I love the Barbie one. It was super great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I guess watch it if you're into docs, but it wasn't. It, uh, I felt the same. One. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think yeah. it's just because we're girls, though? One, no, because Landon, Landon said the it. same thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, don't forget to subscribe and give us five stars and everything. Yeah. We love that. every single one of your five stars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.